comes ahead on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. The Stateside Soccer Show with Logan and Jordan. Hello and welcome to the Stateside Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand and with me, as always, is Mr. Blue Moon, Logan Stump. Oh, Blue Moon. I can't do that. We'll get copyright. But um, hey, how's it going? How are you doing, Jordan? It's going good. Going good. Wonderful. Uh we are here to talk about the U.S. under-23s Olympic qualifier that took place on Sunday against the Dominican Republic. Uh, a game of certainly two halves. Uh, you can even say a game of thirds, actually. But um, let, let's let's get into this game here. It ended up 4-0. Jackson Yule scored in the 60th minute. Then Hassani Dotson in the 73rd and 78th, and then Mahalovic in the 90th minute. Uh, Logan, what was your overall impressions on this uh, on this match against the Dominican Republic? Night and day. <laughs> um, really frustrated in the first half, and I guess well, I mean, really the first hour, right? Um, felt really frustrated. Um, just didn't see any kind of positives really i mean not not anything that was that's worth mentioning um but then the last 30 minutes absolutely hyped and felt a lot better about the situation that we were in and then going forward into wednesday's game so i think you know there, there were definitely some positives uh and i think you know we'll get into that but um yeah night and day that that was my that was my feeling as i was watching um this this match against the Dominican. Yeah, you know, I was I was frustrated as you could probably tell from our chat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> Jordan was, I was not really happy. frustrated. I was really frustrated. I also was texting my dad some of the same stuff I was texting you. Um, it was uh, frustrating because you know, look, I know you were trying to talk me off the ledge by saying they held on against Mexico for a while. Mm-hmm. but I tried as we get to an hour in it was it was you know even at the end of the first half you're like I don't care what they did against Mexico um, it's not just how the Dominican Republic was playing it was how we were playing and and not having any creativity as we kind of worried about with the roster um, really came to fruition here right and 
look, the the one thing that kind of set me off too is when you have the announcer saying, "Oh, they have six teenagers that have you know right. playing on their playing on the pitch for the Dominican Republic." And when you look at some of our players that have been professionals for quite a long time, like Jackson Eel and Mahalovic, and you know all these players that have been around uh, MLS and and uh, around for a while, it's like you should be winning. You should be scoring. Uh, now, ultimately, it came out moot because uh, we put four past them. But this is one of those where I feel like the scoreline does not accurately reflect what the what the match was. Uh, I mean, I'm thankful we put on fours to help the goal differential. Ultimately, means nothing because that means we have to, with the way Mexico played, uh, in order to top the group, we have to have a multi-goal victory um against mexico which i'm not sure we'll be able to do if we can't if we have to take an hour to even score against the dominican republic um obviously the subs made a made the difference hasani dotson was huge for this team um uh mahalovic uh you know jackson you had a great touch for that first goal that at first you know, my dad was asking me, do you think he meant to do that? And uh, it took me a few watches to see that, yes, he did mean to do that, or at least that's what it looks like, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, so for me, it was, it was a mixed bag. And to be honest, that first 59 minutes made me really worried that we are not going to qualify for this Olympics. And the next 30 minutes didn't actually make me feel any better about it. Uh, because ultimately I look at this and say, this is what we should have been doing. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Jason Christ is trying to find his, um, his starting 11. I think hopefully we now learn that Hassani Dotson should be in that 11. Uh, now, or is he going to be in that 11 against Mexico? Maybe not because this might be the best time to kind of rest some players before the next round which is the, the most do-or-die game. Like, it doesn't matter if we win the tournament. We just need to win the semifinal, and we qualify for the Olympics. Um, and that's that's number one thing. And I saw some sentiment on you know, Twitter as well saying, like, why is everybody talking about the Olympics? Like, we got players overseas that are better than these players. Like, uh, why would we – like, it's not do-or-die. Like, we're going to be fine. But it is, it is do or die in the sense that Olympics help, you know, we've had Landon Donovan at Olympics. We had, we've had Stuart Holden at Olympics. Like these players get experience that they can then carry over. And while yes, this is like our B or C squad right now, that experience is, experience is still key in case if they ever have to step into that A team, um, you know, so yes, it's important. It's important for these young guys to be on a national stage, worldwide stage, playing in a meaningful tournament at the Olympics. And, uh, I, you know, it can really help put them on a different path. And we've not done that since 2008. And uh, I, I, I want to qualify for that reason. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, like you said, and they dominate possession, right? Uh, for that first 60 minutes and you and I were texting back and forth the pass and the link between the midfield and any kind of attacking player uh, just wasn't there I mean Jackson you put a couple behind people uh, Jesus Ferreira didn't really get 
any kind of space to, to, to maneuver and, and nor was he going to get a ball in any kind of open space or break that back line of defense. Um, and like you said, I, I mean, when you, when you don't have uh, Hassani Dodson in there, right. It looked, <laughs> it looked like nothing was going to happen. Nothing was able to happen because he just creates so much of a distraction um, just because he's able to move through space. Not, you know, unlike some of these other attacking players and, and you know, that that's, part of the issue was when we, I mean, you and I talked about it, their best two players came on at least in this com- or tournament that is qualifying it. Their best two players come on at the half or not at the half at the, you know, past the 60 minute mark. So it's, it was just really frustrating. And like you said, I know that you got to rotate players and, and that's what they felt like this game. And they did. I mean, they knew going in that, that Dominican was easily the, the worst team in, in the group. Um, so they just felt like they could rotate, but you know, rotating them, you kind of found that depth in there and, and Mexico has looked pretty darn sharp from, from the matches that I've seen them play. Um, just a lot more uh, fluid with the attack, uh, you know, passes getting to attacking players and, and getting goals at relative ease, uh, especially against the Dominican when they started to break them down a little bit. Um, you know, goals just started to flood in and it took us 60 minutes and it took our, you know, Dotson and, and Mihailovic coming on. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's, that's something that's got to be a concern, uh, especially since they're probably not really going to play much against Mexico. And then they're going to have to jump into that semifinal and try to beat, you know, whoever's coming out of that other group. Yeah, it's, um, Look, and again, with with this sentiment of we'll be okay because we have players at Chelsea and Juventus and such uh, playing Champions League and all that, tournaments are a whole different setup. Uh, you know, there's there's players like Harry Kane who have, you know, never won anything on a national stage and stuff. But, you know, that experiment experience of, of playing in those tournaments matters. Um, and... You know, Pulisic has not really played in that many, you know, uh, because we didn't qualify for the World Cup. Uh, McKenney, you know, none of these young guys have played in anything like that because we've never qualified for the Olympics under them. We never qualified for the World Cup under these players. So it is very important that we get through. And um, looking at our looking at our path currently, you know, we're sitting in second place tied on points only one goal differential off which means we have to score like two goals to win you know to move on uh as number one but we don't really know what we don't even know which one's going to be in the better spot really do we want to be number one do we want to be number two it doesn't really matter because honduras is in first place with four points Canada's in second with four points but El Salvador and Haiti have one point each they play each other Honduras and Canada play each other so you know if Honduras beats Canada Canada's stuck on the four points and if El Salvador beats Haiti you know like three nil or four nil I guess it depends on how many Honduras wins by you can see El Salvador beating Canada out of it. So it does really, it does make a difference here for group B group a, you know, Mexico and USA are through. Uh, I don't think either side is really going to care which one finishes first right now. 
because you know, you don't want to be like, Oh, we won the group. And then you lose the semifinal and it doesn't matter. Right. Like you want to make sure you're doing everything you can to. So if you have to rest some more players or if you want to give, you know, like your starter 60 minutes and then pull them no matter what, and not really try to win it because through the, is the semifinal this USA team should be able to beat Honduras, Canada, El Salvador, or Haiti, whatever team gets through there in the first spot. And, uh, you know, they should be able to, will they, that's a whole different question, but, uh, they should be able to, and you can't be scared of that. Uh, this Mexico game you hope is a preview of the final, but, uh, you know, the, the goal is you have to get through that semifinal and that's all that matters right now. And hopefully they do. Uh, so let's take a look and preview that Mexico game, I guess. Unless you have anything you want to say about Group B and that toss-up down there. Yeah, no, not really much to add. I, I, think, I think out of the four, um, you know, I, I think the U.S. can beat all of them. So, you know... With the toss-up, though, uh, it, I don't think it really matters. I think you got to beat these teams no matter who shows up on that other side or where you end up if you can put up a crooked number against Mexico. I, you know, I don't think it really matters. And to be honest with you, I'd rather see the U.S. get challenged a little bit here. So uh, to be honest, it, it doesn't matter who you draw. You go out and you beat this team, and then you go meet up with Mexico again in the, in the finals because I think that that's what's going to happen with uh, Mexico because I think they're just that much better of a team. Than, than most of these clubs. All right. So if you're the coach, Logan, you're you're Jason Christ, and you're going up against Mexico here for first place in the group. You have to win by multiple goals if you want to do that. How are you approaching this game? Are you are you benching players? Are you going all out? Uh, what's the goal here for you if you were a coach? Um. I think what you do, I think you come into it. Uh, let's go, let's go first half. Uh, I think you go into the first half with the plan of playing some of your normal players. I, I think players that you think uh, are, are going to be those players that you use in the semifinals. Um, I think that you start Dotson. I think that you uh, put Mihailovic back in. I think that you get, you know, Jackson Ewell forward more. I think you put in Henry Kessler. You keep that back line with him. Um, uh, and I, I think another thing too is they've got a couple on yellow, I think. So they've got to also be careful on the, the yellow tally in case that that becomes something in place. So I know Hayes for Ferrer had one. Um, I want to say who else had, I feel like there's a couple more that actually had yellow um, that they can't really afford to lose. So they, you know, I, I think if you're the coach going in, you get your guys a run that you expect to use in the semifinals, but after the first 45, you kind of, you know, move those subs and move some of that depth in just because I, you don't want them one to get too uh, exhausted and fatigued because they're playing, you know, three matches and a stretch here of like about a week. Um, so it's, it's been kind of tough for them and getting adjusted at altitude and you want them at full strength because that semifinal game is, I think like your final, right. Cause it's, you know, that, that final is more of just, let's go out there and just compete and, and have a good one. Um, whereas the semifinals, that's that's the Olympics. So I think that you know you have to get some guys in there, and you got to get them minutes, and you got to give them a run because I don't think they can afford to just sit some of these guys the whole match unless they're they're sitting on a yellow. 
Um, but yeah, that, that's how I would approach it. I would definitely be a little bit more cautious, but, but go into that first 45 minutes and think, you know, Hey, we can, we could possibly overtake the group, but if things aren't going well in the first half, then that's when you see some subs. Yeah, I think that I think that might be the way to do it there because you just want to, like I said, this game doesn't ultimately matter. Um, it, you know, it's a good test, I guess, but the main thing is you you just want to you just want to move on, right? That, that that's it. You just want to move on, which you already did, and now you want to beat the uh, you know beat the semifinal team and. You know, this Mexico game doesn't really matter. Do I want to win the qualifying? Yes. Uh, so, again, this is going to be more of a scouting mission for me, right? I want to see how Mexico lines up. If we do face off in the final, then, you know, we have uh, we have some idea on how they're going to play. And uh, that's really, I think, all I can really say about it. But, uh, you know, we said before, we, we I asked you last time we did one of these, are they going to qualify? And uh, we both said yes. Has anything changed in your mind there or from this display or you're still confident? No, I'm still confident. I think, I think you saw a good thing in those last 30 minutes. Uh, I know it's easy to get down on them because you, you want them to do so well and you want them to compete and you want them to be on top of their game. But you also got to remember, like, these are younger kids. Um, th- these aren't kids that, like you said, I mean, there's there's ones in Europe that would be playing over them should they qualify. Um, and so it's a, it's a lot of just piecing guys together, you know. And, and the other thing you got to look at, uh, some of these teams are midway through their season. The United States, you know, a lot of these kids play for MLS teams who are just reporting. So they didn't really get any kind of run if they did at all um, with, with some of the, the big guys. But uh, you know, I, when you look at it, I think that nothing's really changed. I would say the biggest thing for me is, uh, again, Hassani Dotson. Uh, he, he's a difference maker. He's, you know, clearly the best attacking player that we have, and he's got to go full 90 in that semifinal. And, and I think Jackson Ewell plays better. Sam Vines has been really good. You know, Kessler has been really good. Um, You've got guys that, that really do compete. I think Mihailovic is, is really good. So I think that you got a good core of players there that can get past some of these teams that are gonna that you're gonna see possibly in the in the semifinals. All right, who do you want in the semifinal? Let's end on that. Who do you want on the semifinal? Is it uh, you know Canada, Honduras? Uh, those are the two most likely, but it is a toss up here with the other ones. But who would you rather face off against here out of Honduras and Canada? I want to go with Canada. I, I think our style is much more similar to theirs. Um, again, you, you worry about a Honduras team that could get chippy. And I think actually if a physical team came in and you're not passing well, it doesn't seem like that that's a good recipe for success uh, against uh, a side that really we just couldn't create. Whereas I think that actually, uh, who did Canada play their last match? Was it Haiti? Who did they play? Or El Salvador? It was Haiti, yeah. It was it Haiti? Because they really struggled against Haiti um, to score. So, again, kind of the same story. So, honestly, if I'm a U.S. fan, I'd actually prefer to see Canada. I know Canada's got some – pretty good talent but 
I think that they're kind of in the same spot we are. A lot of their kids are MLS kids that haven't started or Canada, you know, Canadian Premier League. They haven't really gotten their feet wet. And I actually think that they've got more of a headache because they don't have somebody that's been as good as Dotson has been. So, you know, I think that that's, that, that, that would be one, it'd be a blast, I think. And two, I think that honestly, if you're looking at it, I'd rather not play a physical team. Same. Uh, for people that don't know, 2015, Honduras knocked out uh, the U.S. in this qualifying previously. So uh, they're the reason we didn't qualify for the 2016 Olympics. Uh, that was um, Albert uh, Elise, you know, who plays for uh, um, Houston Dynamo, um, is the one that, uh, well, he used to play for the Dynamo. Now he plays in the Portuguese league, but uh, he's the one that knocked out the U.S. on that game. So for me, I uh, yes, I, I would rather face Canada. Um, sorry, Canada, borders. you couldn't beat you couldn't <laughs> beat Haiti. You, you couldn't beat Haiti. It took you a while to beat. Uh, uh, what was it El Salvador? Yeah, El Salvador. Or, yeah. Um, I guess it didn't really take them that long to beat. They they won like two 0 right or something. Yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, what it was a few cannon scored yeah it was uh 17th and 21st minute right but uh looking at you know drawing with haiti is is you know haiti i think is worse than el salvador yeah so i would say though dominican republic's worse than both of them i would say and uh, that took us a you know a bit but uh, i would rather face canada i think we could do it against them and I'm, i'm hoping that's how it works out which Right now is not how it would work out. So Canada would have to beat Honduras, but then I think that made me scared for Canada. So I don't know what I want anymore. <laughs> well, like, I mean, honestly, though, I think that the, even even if Canada were to lose, I think that, I don't know. I, either way, it doesn't really matter. I think that, but I, I do think that Canada's play style is much more suited for the United States with the inability to get anything going in attack I, I think that you know I think Canada's good defensively but I do think that their inabilities to to get on the right foot in the attack too have been uh, has been um, something that could help us because we struggled some so uh, and plus I, I just really want a Canada and U.S. but it's probably not going to happen that way because we said it was we wanted to happen that way. Yeah, well, uh, any anything else here before we wrap it up? No, I think that's it. Um, look forward to uh, watching the uh, whatever I watch of the of the Mexico game, which will be hopefully all of it before I fall asleep because I have to get up early for work. But um, I'll be looking for the first half because I think that that's what will happen. They'll play some of those players, and I want to see if they if they can play well against uh, Mexico in the first half, and they have some of their their guys in there that are going to run out there for the semifinal I, I feel much better about our positioning um but if we go out there against Mexico too and and we really struggle and we play some of those guys it it'll uh it'll be kind of a sad couple of days before we wait until Sunday for that semifinal yeah I'm not sure if we'll be able to talk much about uh the preview of the semifinal until maybe I mean, we might be able to get something up before Sunday yeah um maybe on but yeah, maybe on like yeah. Friday or Saturday yeah. we, we can talk about it. Um, 
so we did uh we we already posted the clip up for the philadelphia union preview you can check that out that's the next episode that is coming out tomorrow so this was a special off the schedule one to talk u.s uh men's uh olympic um so the 24th of march we have todd lewis from the free kick pod which is a philadelphia union podcast here in maryland and uh, we had todd on to have some fun talking about the union uh so that episode will drop at noon tomorrow uh so if you're listening to this on wednesday already and it's past noon guess what you have another episode you can listen to (laughs) and then friday we have the guys over at revolution recap and we're going to preview the new england revolution and then monday the next monday we have chris smith from um dirty south soccer uh, one goal and squawk of football to help us preview atlanta united so there's your path forward of how we're doing through the eastern conference and uh you know we recorded all those already so we're we're way ahead right now and uh we're just going to release them as is so if any big news comes out about those teams before we release those unfortunately we did not get to it but i hope everybody has a great day and hopefully we catch you on that philadelphia union podcast and we'll see you next time tomorrow throwing his body in it's gonna fall for ibrahimovic Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the U.S. Men's National Team, Americans Abroad, MLS, USL. This is Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Have a good one.